This episode of Business Connection is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor Esser Hayes Insurance Group, serving the Naperville community by putting an expert in your corner since 1941. I'm Liz Spencer and welcome to Business Connection, introducing you to the names and faces of Naperville area entrepreneurs and business owners. Today we'll meet with partners in performance, automotive services and repair. We'll go on location to Codeverse, but first let's meet Janine Worthington, all here on Business Connection. Welcome to Business Connection, I'm Liz Spencer. We have an interesting guest in studio today. It's Janine Worthington of Medicare Solutions for Seniors. She's gonna be somebody you want to know. So let's let's start a little bit big, Janine. Talk to me a little bit about Medicare. What do I need to know? So Medicare is the gov our government's program for people who turn age 65. Once someone has worked and paid into the system for 10 years, we've earned those benefits that we've paid into. Medicare is two parts, A and B. Those are the basic parts. Part A is the hospital part. That comes at no cost to us once we um, enroll in Medicare. And then part B is the hospital or outpatient services section of Medicare. And that we do pay for a little bit. Okay, and it's an open enrollment season now? Yes, open enrollment is um, from uh, excuse me, October 15th to December 7th. It, in, it is open enrollment is for parts C and D, so I'm not trying to confuse you, but right. there's parts to Medicare. Right. There are four parts, A and B, that we, we automatically are enrolled into A. Okay. B we sign up for at the right time, either when we turn 65 or leave our employer. We can sign up for Medicare early if you are disabled or have end-stage renal disease or some of these special diseases that our government allows us to take Medicare early. Open enrollment is specifically for Parts C, which is Advantage or Part C Medicare, or D, which is our drug cards. So it's this time of year that we all get the opportunity mm -hmm. to review our plans and see what's right for us and take a look and possibly make a change for 2020 or the, the following year. Now many, many people don't want to think about this. What age should we start thinking about this? This yeah. doesn't... At 65, we should probably not be running right into this if we can avoid it. I agree with you. So we should not. Just like anything else, we need to be a little prepared. A lot of people around age 62 or 63, their ears are perked about it, but they're really not ready. They don't want to admit that they're going to be 65. However, at 65, it's probably the best benefits you're ever going to get. Hmm. Medicare is fabulous benefits. It isn't meant to be 100% encompassing of all your care. Basically, it's about 80% of your care is covered by Medicare that we earn through paying into the system. So we need to you know, supplement that with a supplement or an Advantage plan to make it more of a complete plan. Do you think a lot of people think they're going to get Medicare and it's going to be completely free? I think they do believe that, and that is a common misconception that I have free care. Well, first of all, you paid for it in working part of your taxes. So it's prepaid and it covers really well but there are some gaps in it that need to be supplemented and taken care of and what on average what do people need to plan for for either a yearly or a lifetime 
Right. So studies have shown that if someone were to leave the workforce and their plan benefits through work or through the exchange if they have individual coverage, that they could spend as a couple around $265,000 for the next 33 years of their life in health care costs. So we want to always plan for that, just like we do with retirement. We want to plan for what, what lies ahead. We're living longer. So we need to be you know, ready for the, our good long lives. And what, what is our average age expectancy? What are, what are they calculating that age? Well, it changes all the time. time? Of course, mm -hmm. it depends. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about earlier, our family history mm -hmm. and our health care, our personal care. Uh -huh. um, but we're saying if you live to 88. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot longer than our, our grandparents did. Some people's grandparents. Parents, right, yes, some people's <laughs> grandparents. So when we're talking about Medicare and, and thinking about it, we get some of it, we get our part thing. What should be our first step at 62? What should we be? But just to learn, just to become informed and to be ready at 62 because Medicare, unless you're disabled, isn't going to kick in until you're 65. And can you carry Medicare and private insurance too, or is that Well, that, would, that wouldn't be it. If you wanted the other. Correct. Okay. So if many of us are working past age 65 right. now. So we see people working into their 70s, actually. Mm -hmm. So you need to talk to someone about whether you should enroll for Part B, because we do pay a monthly fee for Part B. And there's no reason to enroll and pay if you have your employer's health plan. This sounds immensely complicated, and this is where <laughs> I think you come in wonderfully, mm -hmm. because you... Your business kind of guides us through this and helps us understand what it is and what we might need to add to it. Is that a fair summary? So what we do as a business, my partner and I, we have a staff, is we work with people when they're ready to look into it and guide them, give them our advice, and our advice is at no cost. We just work with, make them our clients. Once someone is our client, we work with them every year during these open enrollment periods to help them find the right choices for them, because there's many choices that one can make. You can get a supplement that wraps around or lays on top of your A and B medical care, and then you need to get a Part D, which is your prescription drugs. If someone doesn't get a Part D plan, there is a penalty for when they do enroll in that, which is um, about 33 cents times every month for every month that they're not on the plan, then they back pay into it. Wow. So there are penalties if the timing isn't correct for your B enrollment and your D. But if you work with us, we, we take all those worries away and guide you through it so that you don't make an error because some of these errors can't be reversed. If you buy your Part B too early, I love my government, but they're not going to pay that money back to me. If right. I <laughs> of course not. No. <laughs> right. right. So, and then also the, the thing that we hear on TV and these long commercials that mm -hmm. are on all the time with right. famous people, mm -hmm. right. um, those are specifically talking about Advantage plans or Part C's. And I like to think of C as a complete, that's how I remember C is complete plan. Those plans wrap the A, B, the medical part and the hospital part of the Medicare and D, drugs, usually drugs, into one complete plan. And those plans offer these extra benefits that you hear on the radio and the television, right. like dental, which is not part of Medicare, um, hearing aids, hearing exams, eyeglasses, um, oh, and gym memberships. A lot of them have gym memberships. So that's the uh, nice thing about 
about the Part C plans or the Advantage plans, and those are controlled by private insurance companies. They use a network, so if you're working now through an employer, you probably have a network, mm -hmm. a PPO or an HMO, right? very similar to the employee benefits that you have through your employer. And then when, I, when I've come to you to have, have you help sort all this out for mm -hmm. me, because it's complicated, and I decide, okay, I'm going to go with plan C, mm -hmm. then you can help connect me to that network to get me on to that next plan. Is right. that correct? That's right, because many people are there tied to their physician, mm -hmm. especially if they have health concerns. They don't want to be jumping to right. another provider. So we'll work, help them work with the network that has their physician in. If that's what they need to do, that's what we'll work with. And the same with prescription drugs. We help people uh, look at this, their drugs, what pharmacy they want to go to, and what's the lowest cost or the right plan for them. Well, and that's super. How did, how did you get involved with all this? Mm -hmm. I have started out in employee benefits as an employee benefits consultant for the last 30 years. And as our clients were aging up, since there is so many of us turning 65 shortly or already turning 65, a huge tsunami wave of people, mm -hmm. we found that our clients needed advice. So we just kind of morphed into this um, through our existing business. See, and I think that's wonderful because I think that's an understanding of where we've where we've been as a private insured with an employee mm -hmm. now into the Medicare public system and having you be in both worlds is an mm -hmm. awesome, awesome combination and a winning combination for us to come see you and get all this complication mm -hmm. figured out. So thank you for stopping by, oh, sharing your wisdom, sharing what you do. You are giving us a, a, a very valuable service. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. We're going to be right back with more Business Connections. Stay tuned. Hey, today we're in the heart of the downtown Naperville at the River Square Shopping Center at Shaku, a restaurant serving up some modern Asian cuisine, along with fantastic cocktails. I hope you're hungry. Let's go. Shaku combines jaw-dropping decor, award-winning Asian cuisine, and amazing service to create one of the best dining experiences in Naperville. Award-winning executive chef Sang Choi created his menu by using only the freshest ingredients along with beautiful presentation. Sushi specialties include the Seven Spicy Ahi Appetizer, the Niku Niku Signature Maki, and of course the Shaku Sushi Boats, made for two or four people, served on actual wooden boats. The extensive modern Asian cuisine menu satisfies everyone, so if sushi's not your thing, Shaku has you covered. Try the Chilean sea bass with yuzi wasabi or the sweet ginger soy braised short rib with vegetables and rice. From the youngest of diners to those with the most discerning of palates, there is something on the menu for everyone. Shaku can also accommodate gluten-free, vegan, and vegetarian diners. And of course, you need to pair your meal with one of Shaku's signature cocktails, mixed from scratch at their full bar. Shaku means social life, so if it's an intimate dinner for two, a celebration with family and friends, or a large private event, Shaku is committed to providing the perfect venue for people to be social and have a great time. And remember, when you dine around Naperville, you're bound to have a great experience. Let's eat! Welcome to Business Connection, I'm Liz Spencer. 
We're on location today. We're at Codeverse. We're going to check out a class and we're going to meet some of the kids and hear about their experience. Colt, let's start really broad with, tell me a little bit about Codeverse. We're sitting in this cool space. What is it? So Codeverse is the world's first fully interactive coding studio. Um, we've built out a full ecosystem here. So our trading cards, our mission cards, our TVs, our games, our lights, everything correlates and works together for the kids to learn code. As a parent, why is it important that you expose your kids to coding? So it's a universal language of the world. And if we're starting the problem solving that comes with code from an early age, we're just setting them up for so many possibilities in the future. The reason Codeverse is so unique is that we use a program called KidScript that was developed by our founder. It incorporates a little bit of Ruby, Python, Java, C++. What is so unique is that we took all of the greatness from all of these professional programming tools and simplified it. So to give you an example, instead of having hundreds or even thousands of variables, we have one variable that will do hundreds or thousands of different things. So when these children are needing to memorize these variables, they only have to remember these simple core concepts. And what's the um, age range for Coverse, and how many classes can they take? We work with many different groups. Primarily, our expeditions are after school, so 4.30 and 5.45 start times, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, we also offer expeditions. Um, we also work with Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, all of the local Naperville schools, um, offering field trips for them. Um, we have camps, day camps, so when school's out, we're offering day camps for those uh, local parents that need to put their kids somewhere. So take me through a class. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Codeverse kid, and I'm here, it's 4.30. How does this space work? What happens? So this, this space becomes very interactive from what it is right now. When the children come in, we want everything to be fun for the children. So from our check-in app, when they click their name, um, it will auto-log them into our system and they'll have a tablet for the day. So when they come in, they'll come into our crater room, drop all of their things off, grab their iPad, they'll head uh, to the command couch where they'll get their mission for the day and you know learn a little bit about Codeverse if it's their first time, go through our mission commands. And then after that, they have freedom to explore the studio and work in any area that they'd like with any of the tools that we use here. Tell me some success stories from Codeverse. We actually have one student that just developed a game that is on the App Store, so a real life game. It's called Unseen Forces. You can go online, download it from the App Store. Um, and that just goes to show like what these children are capable of when they actually want to you know, produce something. Well, and I so often think that, that an experience is um, after school and out of school, such as Codeverse here, can stimulate so much in a child to get them moving towards something like creating a game. And so I think it's so important that Codeverse is here. I can't tell you how many students have come in that were unsure of what coding was or their parents, um, they had a very specific task and that, that kind of swayed when they got here because they found a love for something else. So uh, a programming parent that really wanted their child to invest in coding. And when they got here, 3D or 2D design really like pulled or gravitated towards them and they invested a lot more time into that and are developing some really cool designs. Um, same thing goes with our lights. We have a student here who has been here for about six months and he is developing light programs that are well beyond kids of his age. So it's just really cool to see when they come in that they find their, their passion 
and really excel at them. We're constantly adding to our ecosystem. I'm really excited about the Explorer um, that we just launched. That's our at-home service. So all of the kids, whether they're accessible to a Codeverse um, or not, all kids around the nation now are able to code right from home with our Explorer package. What's the best part of the day for you? Best part of the day for me is when I see one of the kids complete or something clicks with them that they hadn't done before. Um, so for instance, last week, one of our, one of our students um, was able to um, add a new level to their game and did ex it worked exactly the, the, way, the way that they wanted it to and without any hesitation or question and they did it by themselves and that is just it's so exciting for me to see their faces light up when they've completed something that they've actually wanted to based on their creativity. That's awesome. Well, Colt, thanks for letting me stop by, chat with you. We're going to chat with some of the students of Codeverse and, and see what they think of this place. How did you guys find out about Codeverse? I was like coding on this uh, program called Scratch mm. and at school and so I was like, hey dad, can I go like try someplace where like I can go code? And he's like, yeah, sure, that's a really good ho hobby that you should get in. I really want you to make your own website. So we end up like finding this place called Codeverse. I was like, cool, I want to try it out. And my dad's like, yeah, sure. And so we try it out. I loved it. My brother and my mom were both going to this something in downtown Naperville. I cannot remember the name, but they were having, Culverse was having a booth mm -hmm. and giving away little cards, the trading cards, which are oh, set over there, to people who were passing by. And mom said, hey, we should try this out. Cool. Now you all, each one of you has something that you're a little bit more invested in, something that you know you like a lot and that's what's kind of got your interest going. So let's talk a little bit about that. Angela, tell me a little bit about the puppet. I really liked puppets and I remember watching a really interesting documentary with a friend of mine about the person who um, does the puppeteering for Elmo in Sesame Street. And he said that he made puppets when he was younger and I am into textiles. So I was thinking, hey, I should probably try to keep making a puppet myself. Then I came to Codeverse and I still didn't have an idea for the puppet. But when I saw that they have a 3D printer, I thought I can make a head out of the plastic and I can make a bottom jaw out of it and then proceed to make the rest of the body using textiles off of that. That's awesome. So what's, what's our puppet's name? Cody, C-O-D-E-Y. Very appropriate, very cute. So Rob, tell me what, you're not into puppets, but you're into games. Yes, and I'm also very into like 3D printing. One of the things that I spent like a month making on was like an emoji, and it wasn't that easy. I had to like use brick by brick, make it like pixels, and I never really wanted to 3D print it because like, I didn't want it to break. Which emoji? Uh, it's a crying with laughter one. Mm. What do you plan to do with this in the future? What do you think when you know, they say coding's a universal language, they want everybody to learn to code, what are you guys thinking about for the future? Well, I'm definitely going to try to make a website of my own, try to make like the next Instagram or like the next Twitter, like whatever I could possibly get my hands on. Awesome, Angela, what are you thinking? I am actually hoping to go into theatrics. I want to use the knowledge of being able to piece things together in tiny little strings going through my head because I like the way that you have to think creatively in order to create a proper game. 
So if I'm going to be picking apart a character and character personality, I should probably be able to string it out, kind of like a code in my head. Right, well I am sure that no matter what you guys do, that you're going to be super successful. And I am going to remember your names because I'm going to say I knew you went. So thanks for stopping by and, and, and sharing a little bit about what you do. Appreciate it. So tell me your name and how long have you been at Codeverse? My name is Abby and I've been at Codeverse for almost a year. Wow. What do you like best about Codeverse? You can do 3D printing, coding, and robotics. Wow, that's a lot. Did you build something? Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. It's called Space Jump, where Space Dog has to jump on paddles to get to the top. How did you come up with that idea? I got it from one of the missions here. And so you, you improved it? Mm-hmm. What made you want to do that? Because it looks cool from the front cover. Wow, wow. So, Mom, how important is it for you to have Abby be able to do something like this? I think um, coding is part of our future, and so I think it's just important to introduce her and to expose her to what coding and technology looks like at a young age. I agree. So Abby, what's the best part of the class when you're here? What do you like to do best? I can make friends and I can also code. So when you think about Abby's future, do you think coding's involved? I think all of us should think about technology and coding as part of our future. Whether you're going to be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, a coder, technology will play a role. And so I think it's something that we should all be familiar with. What's the best thing for you about Codeverse? Um, honestly, it's the people. Like We came in, there's so many different places that offer coding classes mm -hmm. for children. But for me personally, the people here are so genuine. They're so loving and caring. Um, and so that's part of what comes, uh, keeps me coming back. All right. Well, thank you for taking time. We appreciate it. Abby, nice to meet you. We look forward to hearing about your next big thing. Thank you. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. We have a wonderful guest in studio. It's James Tomasek, and he's owner-operator of Partners in Performance Automotive Service and Repairs. Well, James, I bet you are so popular right now because we've had this sudden winter arrival of weather. And yeah, um, not as popular as I'd like to be, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, um, we are quite busy. Uh, actually, we got quite busy before it hit, so there is people uh, taking preventive measures, you know, to beat, beat winter as it's coming. But uh, I'm sure um, things will change in the next uh, couple of days, you yeah. know, so we'll see what happens. Well, it's the good thing about uh, Illinois, so just wait, the weather will change. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about um, what should we be thinking about for our car during winter weather? Even if you know we may not have had as much time to prepare for it, but what should we be thinking about? Um, I would say the the most important things um, sometimes even come before before me before seeing me uh, is uh, you know making sure that your vehicle is warmed up properly in the morning. Um, make sure all your lights are working. Um, make sure you have good wiper blades. Um, you know that obviously you can come to me uh, to take care of. Uh, if some of those things are out, uh, but you know, making sure the vehicle's warmed up properly in the morning um, just helps to, the vehicle operate properly and not have problems later. Because if you just jump in and go, uh, a lot of the systems aren't warmed up, and uh, you know, while, while they'll do what they need to do, you just you, you risk a little bit, you know, because of the, the increase in pressures of the fluids and, and yada yada. Uh, it's uh, you just want to warm up. And, and you know, treat it nice. Treat you know? it nice, because yeah. then it'll treat you nice. Exactly. You know, it's it, 
I'm even guilty of it hopping in a, a cold car. And you know, the main thing, if you do move right away, is go slow at first, let the transmission shift, everything warm up. Don't hop in and accelerate fast. If you're stuck in a rut, that's the other thing too. Um, let the vehicle warm up before you start trying to rock it or anything mm -hmm. like that, because that's a lot of times where transmission failures come from. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in transmission shops and, and that was uh, the common thing. I got stuck in a rut and uh, rocked it back and forth. And, you know, um, the increase in fluid pressure blows out older seals where that seal may never have really failed if it wasn't put into the extreme condition of being uh, zero degrees or negative zero, uh, you know, and it, the rubber naturally will, will tighten and harden and fluid pressures obviously rise because the fluid's thicker. So it uh, just changes a little bit. So um, it's just important, you know, to, to try and keep your car uh, on the road and, and from seeing me. <laughs> right, right. Well, and, and we'd love to see you, James. But right, right, we try to avoid to see avoid seeing you too. Yeah. So there's some um, myths out there that, you know, I should keep uh, a quarter tank of gas, true or false? I would say that is the minimum. You That's know, minimum. Uh, you could, uh, you could, uh, Keep it higher. I have a lot of customers who are really good about mm -hmm. keeping it higher. If you go below it, are you, is anything an immediate concern going to happen? Um, maybe not, you know, but uh, naturally, just like a, a, a bottle of pop, if you uh, open a cap and left it a quarter full, you'll start to see water droplets mm -hmm. form uh, okay. in certain conditions. So basically, that's what's going to happen inside your fuel tank as well. That accumulation of water will then possibly freeze and cause uh, when we start hitting negative temperatures and stuff like that. So um, just for safety reasons and the main reason, because it, it gets me all the time too, is I, I can make a little further, I can mm -hmm. make a little further, and then all of a sudden, you, you know, you get stuck in an accident up ahead and you can't get to the gas station at time because now you're running on fumes where you know, um, and you don't want to be stuck in the cold without without fuel, you know, because you need your heater to run and stuff like that. So that's another good reason to, to always make sure that you have enough fuel in your car to uh, get you where you need to go, because it almost happened to me almost yesterday. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, and James, talking about you, I think it's always important that when it comes to auto body repair and and or, and auto repair in general, that we have somebody that we can trust and that we can talk to and say, hey, my 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 brakes are sounding a little a little funky. Right. Can I come in and and and, sh and just have you take a look at them? Yeah, we don't do auto body, but we we do a little bit, but we will help inspect it mm -hmm. and guide customers because we are uh, you know Super there helpful. for our customers, you know, because it can be confusing. So even if you're our regular, you know, uh, car care customer, you know, we also help give advice all around for your vehicle, you know. But uh, as far as brakes and stuff, we do offer free brake inspections. Um, so best if you schedule an appointment so that we can make sure we, you know, get you in right away and you're not having to wait. Uh, and, and so we're not feeling rushed to inspect the brakes because they are an important part of the vehicle. Um, uh, but we could test drive it let us know any concerns you may be having. Some mm -hmm. of this stuff is normal, especially with the temperature change, um, and uh, get a visual inspection on the brakes. And then, you know, if it needs anything, we could write a quote, all, you know, no charge. And then also check tire pressures as well. You know, that's important this, this time of year. You know, a lot of people are getting their 
tire pressure lights coming on mm -hmm. because temperature change changes the air pressure. Right. Um, so naturally, you know, so um, just some main things to take care of and, and keep an eye on. Right now, you're located right by the Route 59 train station, right? Yeah, we were by the uh, Fifth Avenue station, mm -hmm. um, but we newly relocated um, to the 59 uh, Route 59 station, kind of on the border of Aurora and Naperville, still uh, Naperville address. Um, we're really excited to be at the new location. It has a wonderful, gorgeous waiting area. You know, we don't always suggest people wait because we like to, again, take our time. Quality is most important to us, but we understand that uh, sometimes you just can't uh, leave the vehicle or emergencies happen. So uh, we have a nice coffee bar and uh, couches and TVs. Uh, so if you do have to wait, you know, it's it's. it's you got a, a little bit of comfort. Yeah, it's a comfort. You know. Uh, much like a living room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I think it's nice that you're by the train station because you have the ability, to, if your um, customers are commuters, they can drop their car off maybe to get a light bulb changed or get something fixed. Tell me how you service your commuters. Yeah. So we were by the other train station for a long time um, mm -hmm. and we moved to the Route 59 train station and we are trained customers have followed. They, they, what they love about it is is they don't have to take their weekends to get to carve out for uh, car repair because some of them have multi-vehicles in their home. Right. They have their children's cars that they take care of, their wife's cars they take care of. Right. So that would take quite a bit on a, on it would Saturday. take a month if it's, you know, four cars, you know. Um, so what's nice for them is I, they can drop off anytime, you know, drop off in the morning before I'm even there in our, our early drop slot. The car's there when we get in. Um, we inspect the car, the, the, the issues that the customer is having, um, write a detailed quote for it. We can email it to the customer. So if they're in meetings, stuff like that, we're not playing phone tag all day, then they can reread what we wrote. So it's completely clear that the quote will be in the email in a PDF file so they can read what everything that's going to be done. And then um, we can arrange for them to come pick up after hours and um, during hours if they're not getting off till, you know, we're there till six currently. Um, so we just make it easy. Oh, you know, absolutely. We, and if we can't get that job done that day, we say, you know what, it's going to be pushing it. You know, it took us a long time to inspect it. Let's drop off again tomorrow morning so you can come pick up the car, go back home, come back the next morning because you're coming back there anyway, drop the car off and then just walk to the train. and. Uh, I think that's the best idea ever yeah. there, James, is yeah. to the service, the, the train commuter, because we have to drive our car there to park it, so we might as well get some work right. done. Right, and, and a lot of commuters are already putting in extra hours just commuting. Right. So their weekends are really at a premium. So, uh, you know, it's, it's important to, to utilize it, and, and I think it's a lot of our customers, they, they just, you know, it, it takes a little bit to... Uh, break your routine from mm -hmm. your morning. Mm -hmm. So it could be a little scary for the people for the first time mm -hmm. to say, hey, I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna drop my car off and trust this guy or mm -hmm. whatever. But uh, I'd say everybody has been pretty happy that they've tried it and then it becomes a part of the routine as well because you know, three months, okay, it's time for an oil change again. I know how to do this. It only takes a couple minutes. I throw the key, he's got all my information. He already knows my car, you know, so each time it gets easier and easier, so. 
Yeah. Well, that's what we always hope for, James, with, with when we find the right partner in, uh, in this case, partner in performance, and yeah. you have before our auto care needs, it's important for us to have a guy, and you're our guy, James, so I yeah. Can't, yeah. can't thank you enough for all, all you do. Yeah, yeah, that's basically, you know, part of our name is we're partner with our customers to uh, provide them with what they want done to their vehicle. We communicate, you know, the best way we can um, to the specific problem that they're having, you know, to help them make an informed decision. You know, we put the ball back into their court and say, okay, this is what we found, this is what we recommend, um, you know, and then basically help them make the decision. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, James, thanks for stopping by today and telling me all about it. I'm yeah. excited. I think you have a real gem of a business there, and you have Thank the you. perfect location. So. Thank and you what so they much. say, location, location, location. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you very much. We're going to be right back with more Business Connections. Stay tuned.